Hello and welcome back to Lounge Books. I'm Sophie. And I'm Claire. And this is a special episode for us because we have been doing the podcast for just over a year. We haven't, I think we've just gone past our anniversary date. But we have been doing the podcast for a year and we wanted to spend this episode reflecting upon all of the book club books that we've chosen over the years because there's been 10 of them and go through our thoughts on what we enjoyed about those books, what was the biggest surprise, what was our favourite, all those sorts of things to explore the fiction that we have been reading along with you guys. So this is a bit of a special episode and then at the end we will introduce our 11th book club book which will be the first one of this new year in our podcasting adventure. So Claire, I'll let you start off. What was the first book? I think the first book that we read together was one that I chose, wasn't it? Was it? It was. It was Convenience Store Woman by, oh, I'm going to get this wrong, aren't I? Sayaka Barata. Uh, let's go with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've been very well prepared. You've written down all the books, which is great. So uh, I was just going to like, Claire, tell us. <laughs> <laughs> So Convenience Store Woman, this has a special place in my heart, I think, because it's our first book. And I th- I think this was a superb book, actually. I think the character was really strong in it. And it was just really quite funny and just quite quirky, wasn't it? It was. I, I would agree. This one's got a special place in my heart as well, because it was the first one we chose. Every time I see it in a bookstore, it makes me smile, because it was also one of the first books that I read that was translated as well, you know. Um, from that area of the world I hadn't read a book from there so it was really interesting to read and also just so random and strange and fun and yeah I actually really enjoyed this book the more I think about it the more I go I want to read another book by this author because I find their writing style quite fascinating and the stories that they tell and I remember we met up in London randomly which we didn't even plan that, you know, we hadn't seen each other for a while, we were reading this book and we're both in London and we took that picture and uh, yeah, there was just a lot of good memories reading this. Yeah, I I really like the character in this as well because she was, she just lived for that convenience store, didn't she? It was her life and and there was just some unusual characters in the book as well, you know, the, the chap that she ended up <laughs> Sleep staying in her flat with her and, and yeah. how he yeah. and he was sleeping in a bath or something yeah <laughs> it, yeah it was a very good book so the next one that we did was truth be told by sue divin which was my choice so um i'd read guard your heart i think that was her other book um and these books are set in northern ireland i just really wanted to read another one by the author because I really enjoyed uh, Guard Your Heart, which I think should have won the Carnegie Award, but it didn't. But it, it was a, a good read. Truth Be Told was about two girls and they basically looked like each other and they met on this camp type thing. And then it was about their life and, and how it was involved with each other because they came from the different sides of the, the Protestants and Catholics. Yeah, it was a it was a very interesting book, and it was the first YA book that we read together since leaving the library. You know, you were at the library almost ten years. I was there five years, and all we read was a diet of that um, genre. So it was it was nice to kind of go back to it. You know, after 
after so yeah. long. So yeah, it was a really good book. I, I enjoyed the duality of it, the conversation about Ireland. But somehow, oh, I just wanted it to be... I can't really say more gritty, because actually the book was very gritty. But, you know, I just wanted it to hit yeah, a I know bit harder. Even yes. though there were some really yeah. dark moments, they didn't hit me in the way that I felt they should have. Yeah. I mean, Guard Your Heart was, was for me, a better book than Truth Be Told, but I still enjoyed it. And I love an Irish read. Same. I really like an Irish read. So the next one we read was The Salt Pack by Raina Wynn. Oh yes, this started our excursion into non-fiction, autobiography yeah, type thing. Yeah, because we, we did another <laughs> one after this. And this is one that I'd bought my mum ages ago and it was kind of in her house and she still hadn't read it. So I thought, you know what, I want to read this book because the artwork was just gorgeous and I, I liked the sound of it and it sounded like a real story that I could get behind because non-fiction and me I, I don't usually like non-fiction but this was almost felt like a, a narrative a story almost and it was about a couple who end up walking the coastal path in Cornwall because her husband Moth has got this illness but when he starts walking this coastal path it starts to make him better and they're also made homeless right at the beginning of the book due to you know, a friend and a bad investment and it all seems very bleak and then they walk this path and it's very uplifting. You hear a lot of uh, friendly stories with strangers that they meet along the way and yeah, it's just a really nice wholesome read and you get a nice tour of Cornwall at the same time. Yeah, and you and you hear about their toilet habits quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> toilet and habits. dog walkers. Yeah, in random places and are always <laughs> yeah. having like unbrushed hair. You know, yeah. reading this book, you did think, gosh, I want to shower, just listening to how filthy yeah. they are. And yeah, I, I, I did actually really enjoy this book. I thought it was good. Yeah, I liked this book. I think it started really strong. The pace for me kind of dripped off near the end, you know. Yes. It, there was it so was much just build a case of, and hype and then yeah. it was just like, Bleh. <laughs> Yeah, it was just like walk, 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 and that's what it was in the end, wasn't it? There wasn't any little adventure going off, was there? It was just, oh, we're going to get there, oh, we get there, that sort of thing, you know. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's a bit like Lord of the Rings. There was just a lot of walking in it, really. Um, Yeah. But it was about the journey and not where they ended up. So, yeah, yeah, I I think Uh for a non-fiction book, I enjoyed it, actually, and it, it did make me excited to read more non-fiction, which you then introduced with uh, Michelle Obama's Becoming. Yes, yeah, and uh, this was a good read. This was quite a thick book, wasn't it? I think this was our thickest, or was it? I think actually, no, it was our thickest book. Tomorrow, Tomorrow, which we're going to talk about afterwards, kind of joint in this, but yeah. And then I had the the problem with this book, didn't I, that I'd got this out of the library and then I had to take it back because somebody else wanted the book and I hadn't finished it. So I had to get the book on um, on 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 my phone and carry on reading it from there, didn't I? You did because the library was like, you've had this book too long. And you were like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I've not even had it a month yet. <sighs> but this, this was a so, good book. I, it was very much about her early life, I found. There wasn't as much politics in it as I, I wanted. You know, I kind of wanted to know the, the dirty laundry, but we only heard about Obama leaving his socks 
all over the house, not yeah. the politics and the, the nitty-gritty behind everything, but it was interesting to see her take on it, the sort of power that she had when she was in the White House, and the fact that she herself absolutely hated politics and said she never wanted to go into it, which for me was you know a bit of a shame because she seems like such a passionate and caring person and you can imagine her being quite a great leader. I think it was a very positive book, this book, and I think they did an awful lot for America as a country, I think, and so many different programmes that they brought in. And her, you could tell reading it when they were going to be leaving the White House and, and, uh, yeah, Donald Trump was coming in and you could feel her pain of that, the fact that all of the work that they'd done was just going to be crushed, basically. And you could, you know, it was just devastating for them, really. It was, but overall very positive. I agree with you. It was a very, very positive, positive They didn't really air any dirty laundry at all. There was no, nothing bad happened in, in reading that book, was it? It was just quite a positive read. It was a very big book, though. And as I, yes. as I say, I think it was our biggest book. I think we read that one. And then the book that we went on to read was also quite big. And then after that, we were like, oh, maybe we should go back to smaller books yeah. for a while. <laughs> which we um, did. Which we did. But Yes, yeah, so our next book was Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Zevin. Yeah, which was a chunky book as well. I think it was, it was a just book. slightly shorter than Michelle Obama's, uh, but yeah. not by much. And this book was one that me and you had both been very eager to read I'd got it at Christmas you'd seen it in the shop so we were like let's perfect book to read together and this was about two friends that met and created a video game together that got critical acclaim and then they went on to make more projects but at the heart of it it was about their their friendship and this push and pull between them of they never seemed to be happy with one another Uh, even though they were each other's creative muse they could never get past that hurdle of falling out with one another over mm. miscommunications because they just filled in the gaps of what the other one was thinking without asking them. And it was just a book for me that went very full circle. We went through so many trials and tribulations and upsets and sadness and then we kind of ended up where we started. And that was very, very interesting to end the book that way. But for me, this book was great for the characters. I just really liked the characters in this book. They were very interesting yeah. to read about. And I quite enjoyed it because it was set over a few decades as well, wasn't it? It sort of started off, I think it was in the early 80s, wasn't it? it was the early 80s, because there was a lot of reference to 80s things and then you just saw the build up over the years. But it had quite some emotional moments in the book. It was a, it was a good book. It was a very it read book. very easily. Mm. That was a book that it didn't feel long, apart from that one chapter that we both hated. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, what happened? What 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 happened in that one? Ah, oh, it was when it went she off went, on a tangent. Yeah, it went off on it? a complete tangent because he, um, the male character, he built oh, up, like, this entire game. world. Yeah, he built this entire world yes. to make her happy and to become her friend again, and it was just. Um, quite dull. Yeah, it, it it did. It did go on a bit, and it yeah, I didn't like that bit either. But no, uh, we were both like we hated that chapter. The book was great, but that chapter was awful. 
we so we'd have a couple of really large books and so our next book that I chose was called Ghost Forest which had a really beautiful cover and it was a short read this was really I thought this was quite a, a, a good read because it was of this father relationship really because she could never please him could she anything she did it was always he was very critical of her she, you know and it, it, this went through from childhood into adulthood and then when he was ill it things changed a little bit and he actually you know it was all about just him sort of saying i i do love you i do care for you and i i do really I do think you you achieved so much in your life and I'm sorry that I, you know, didn't... It was all about that, really, wasn't it? And it, mm. it had um, the the grandma character who was really quite funny in it, wasn't it? She had quite a good past that we kept hearing about. Yeah. I liked this book because, as you say, we had a lot of thick books and then this was a verse book and it just it broke everything up and it was very lyrical and, as you say, the... The father-daughter relationship was at the heart of the story, but there was also so many other quirky characters, like the grandma and her past. And there was a lot of references to art and feminism, what it means to live across two different cultures, you know, Japan and I think it was Canada in this case. And Yes, yes. For such a short book with few words, it, it was very poignant and it did leave a mark. And afterwards you're like, wow, that is a book that I will think back to years after you've read it so moving on your next was your choice which was the humans by matt haig oh gosh yeah i forgot mm. I, I almost forgot that we'd read the humans you know um yeah i chose the humans because me and you both love the midnight library we really liked its conversation about mental health and how it was reflected in the story and i thought let's read another one of matt haig's and the humans is also a bit about mental health, understanding what it means to be human, how you relate to people, feeling alien, I suppose, in society. <laughs> but it was quite funny. This was more of a, a funny take on talking about those issues. And it was about an alien who comes down to kill these humans that have learnt maths that they shouldn't know. But whilst he's on his quest he kind of likes being human and he wants to stay and it is quite a, a wholesome nice read with some stakes but the stakes never feel that high mm, yeah it reminded me a little bit of the Douglas Adams book <laughs> yeah uh, the way it was uh, narrated and how you how the the humor in it and the, well the dark humor in it I thought it I, I actually really enjoyed this one I thought it was great and then the next book we went to was Nod by Adrian Barnes the who was obviously not with us anymore and this was a little bit of a horror a bit of a psychological horror wasn't it Mm, it was a bit dystopic as well because it was talking about yes. end of the world scenario. I love yeah. this book, Claire. Yeah, I, I really liked this one. book. Yeah, I think yeah. what I liked about this book is it isn't one that I would have chosen myself. I would have never have thought to have read this book, and it because of that, it became such a pleasant surprise. So I, I loved the book even more because I wasn't expecting to enjoy it as much as I did. And yeah, it was just, there were sections in this book that made your skin crawl, made you go, mm. 
<laughs> that, that's the noise I wanted to make. I, I think now about that animal scene that I read. Oh, that whole I chapter, so... and there were animals, and it's still in my mind, like the cat section, and I'm just like, oh, it's just, oh, yeah, great book. So the, premi- the premise of the story was that it was set in America, wasn't it? I can't, was it? Yeah, yeah Canada. It was in Canada, Canada. as well. A no, lot of fun books Canada, yeah. Canada. Most of the the people living in the town couldn't go to sleep. They mm. were awake all the time. But this one chap, I can't remember his name actually. I don't know. If I you can't remember it. his name either. Yeah. I'm terrible with names. Yeah, but he he can still go to sleep. And so obviously you can imagine when these people who can't go to sleep are gradually going crazy, and 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 then there's little communities that are forming that think they know what's happening and how they can solve it and it's just it's just bonkers isn't it and there's hallucinations going on and yeah crazy things with animals as soon as you mentioned that bit that was in my head already yeah I could see it visually (laughs) this whole book was very visual I can I can remember that the plot points that we went through and the different areas he went to yeah, you know, that scene with Tanya yeah. as well. Like, I can remember Tanya's yeah. name. Oh. I can't remember the main character's name. <laughs> and Charles. Charles was crazy. Oh. Uh, but yeah, it was a good It was a good. And book. Yellow. I will never yeah, look at Yellow so the much, same yeah. way. <laughs> I mean, this is a great one. Everyone, you need to read Nod by Adrian yeah. Barnes. It, it's great. And obviously, we had such a high reading that book that I had to ruin it. Um, and I brought out the classic, didn't I? I thought, let's let's um, educate ourselves and read some Virginia Woolf to the Lighthouse, uh, which was a small book that felt like a massive book. It it was quite difficult to read in places, um, but there was there were still elements of this book that I loved because you can see how modern fiction was born from her books in terms of. The narrative, the literary writing, how early feminism was kind of depicted in novels at that time, and the imagery was really great, and her characterization of the key characters in the story was really good. It was just a shame that there wasn't really a story to this. Well, there wasn't really much that went on, was there? (laughs) They did get to the lighthouse in the end. Yeah, and that that trip to the lighthouse went over quite a few pages, and you also had the story of Lily, who was sort of at the house. Was she at the house? Sort she of was at the house. She was painting. Them. She was at the yeah. house painting and thinking about them on this journey over to the lighthouse. The the male character, because obviously, what was interesting in this book is they killed off the best character, a crucial character. Yeah, like in the book, th- there was this amazing character. She was very centric to the plot. She was the only character yeah. you really gravitated to and you cared to. And that dinner party scene, even though it was the longest chapter in the book, it was the most interesting chapter. Yes. And then it was like after that, she's dead, and the story for me just kind of fizzled out, and it it didn't build or amount to yeah. anything, and the pace was gone. Yeah. So yeah. It was a it was a bit of a return, wasn't it? We did it. It was a return it. for both of us. It was yeah. the only book I think, I think that it, neither of us yeah. would um, choose to read again or say to anyone to mm. read. And then finally, the machine gunners. 
by Robert Westall and uh, we had the pleasure of Keith Gray joining us on our podcast last week. What a high. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know, to finish on, uh, because this is one of his favourite books that he read as a child and sort of gave him the inspiration and got him into reading. And it's set in the World War Two, based on children characters who uh, form this fortress and end up rescuing like this not rescuing but taking in this this german who he was in a plane that got shot down which they actually started the shooting <laughs> of this plane with their machine gun and it crashed and he survived by parachuting out of it and ended up being at their fortress and sort of helped them get in, get their machine gun going again and sort of you know looked after him and, and fed him and main character in this was Chaz I think his name yes. was, wasn't it which we we did discuss about how many C names there were in this book. <laughs> too many too many I'll get confused <laughs> who's who <laughs> this this book was good it was kind of nice to have a, like a lighter read in the books that we'd read and I can see why people would see this as like one of their favorite childhood stories because it's got that feeling of adventure mm. and danger friendship you know, like I say, it always reminded me a bit of the Goonies just because they were very naughty children doing things they shouldn't be doing <laughs> on an yeah. adventure. For me, I wasn't overly enthralled by this book. I can see why other people might really enjoy it, but I just felt like there wasn't any reason for this book. I wasn't connected to any of the characters. Apart from Rudy, to be fair, I was really rooting for him to you know, be okay, but I don't know what okay looks like for Rudy. So it, it was a good book. It didn't resonate with me as much as I'd hoped it would. I, I did enjoy it um, as a, a, a junior fiction, but like you say, it didn't quite have the impact that perhaps I expected it to have. But then we're not back in the 1980s when you would have read it as a... Mm as a teenager and you'd have probably thought that this was just an yeah. amazing read and you didn't have people like phil L. <laughs> yeah exactly right it's very similar to this you know groups of children having adventures during world war Two. so yeah i still i still think it was a good book so that's the end of all our books i know so i don't think we have time to discuss Talk about our next or book. read but I can open it just to see yes, what it is. Yes, and we can and then tell we you can... the title. So literally, while we were doing this podcast, the book arrived. So I'm the going to arrived. open it live on the podcast to find out what our next book is, because Sophie has sent this to me. Yes. Are we ready? Ooh. The Dangers of Smoking in Bed by Mariana Enriquez. Ooh. The 2021 International Booker Prize looks amazing. I love the cover. Wow. Beautiful, beautiful, horrible, the most exciting discovery I've made in fiction for some time. And I think we don't need to say any more about this until next podcast. (laughs) Or you can keep the readers on their toes. Okay. Yeah. Next podcast, I'll be telling you guys why I've chosen this book for me and Claire to read. We'll be reading you the blurb, the the couple uh, paragraphs or the first page of this book and 
then we'll be setting uh, our reading goal and getting into the book itself. So for this week, we're going to carry on reading our massive chunky books that we have. And uh, we'll be reading this book, The Dangers of Smoking a Bed, next week. As always, do follow us on our Instagram at Lounging with Books. And we'll be posting a picture of this book cover so you can see how amazing it does look. Thank you to all of our listeners as well who have joined us over the year listening to our podcast. We really do appreciate your support and hopefully you'll continue to listen on as we go on an adventure of more books in the coming year. It is goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. Goodbye from me.